And as usual, we are awaiting your home improvement type of questions either by phone or by text. It's just one number to get you either, 651-461-9226. Again, 651-461-9226. Good morning, Andy Lindis. Good morning, Denny. How are you today? I'm doing well. Are you kidding? On a day like this? I know. I bet you're, you're uh, and by the way, we normally have our friend Dennis at the controls. Uh, Carrie was kind enough to, to help out. Dennis a little under the weather. I don't, th- I'm, I know he's not playing hooky because it's nice weather. Okay. I just want to yeah. make that clear. What have we been doing this about a decade? This is the, the first time I've heard of Dennis calling in sick. I never remember him calling in sick ever. Yeah. So uh, get well, Dennis. And get, get well, back Dennis. Here. But thanks to Kerry. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. I, I, I wanted to ask you about, uh, you know, being Lindis uh, covering so much territory in Minnesota and western Wisconsin as well as far as any kind of a work. Uh, what has been, uh, if anything, storm-wise, you and I will talk about that occasionally, storm chasers and all of that, but what what has the storm and repair situation been like for Linda's construction, not only here in Minnesota but in western Wisconsin as well? Has it been a lighter year, Andy, or a busier year? What's the what's the deal? It's been a busier year. Uh, you know, we had some pretty significant hail come through May, and we've worked our way through most of that. A lot of uh, the east metro, western Wisconsin. So, you know, Lake Elmo, Woodbury, uh, a little bit in White Bear Lake, North St. Paul, Hudson. Uh, into Somerset, Roberts, Baldwin, Woodville. And then uh, this fall, we had uh, a storm kind of go through Immergrove Heights into River Falls that uh, affected a, a few customers and that, that we're dealing with. And, you know, uh, Denny, it's it, it's still a little bit. You call our, uh, our office right now to get an estimate. You, you might have to wait a week or so, um, but we can still get out and take a look at some things. We're still dealing with a lot of insurance adjusters. Most of my people are meeting with anywhere from three to seven insurance adjusters or customers a day still um and and some of these claims denny it's getting yeah. it's getting ridiculous where i had to get involved last week In these what are way? customers of ours that that are trying to get their damage either approved or get the pricing approved and it's crazy i saw one claim it was 90 days denny and and a lot of it it's it's not necessarily all on the insurance adjusters uh, on the insurance companies shoulders some of it is there's the you know you got to put your at least this this helped me you know try to put myself in their shoes they're dealing with contractors trying to rip them off all the time homeowners trying to get free stuff all the time so they're they're going to be a little bit jaded and then you know the the how hard it is to hire people and so the inexperienced adjuster is a real thing and i'm thankful that over the last week i've been able to meet some of their supervisors and managers, and we've been able to come to some understandings. And that's what people have to understand. This stuff is a process, and the more you get emotionally involved in it or the more anger you get, it seems like the longer it goes. And to be honest with you, Denny, I, I've talked to three higher-ups at, at different insurance companies, and from uh, West Bend, American Family, and then another local person. And things went well. And we were able to work our way through it. We we're able to now that they understood exactly what we're doing and how we're doing it. And 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 Denny, we had one roof, and I'm working my way through this. It's a Glenwood roof, and I've called the adjuster. Adjuster's not calling back. I've called the supervisors, and now I, I've talked to a couple of people, and I think I'm getting somewhere. It's not damaged. It's the roof isn't damaged, but their adjuster said it was. So by law, they have to 
like by their rules, they have to replace it now. In fact, they told the homeowner they won't insure him unless he replaces his undamaged roof. It's a Glenwood roof, Jenny. They just don't get damaged by, by, by hail very easily. Branches and stuff have fallen on them and trees have fallen on them. I've seen them get damaged. But this is a Glenwood roof that has two dings that I wouldn't equate to hail. It would be something more mechanical, I think, when, when I looked at the pictures. So, and my, my, my estimator that was out there is very good at what he does. And, and he pointed out no, no damage. But now they, they have to replace a perfectly good roof. And that's just not something we're working our way through it. But I really wish that, that if more people use the drone technology that, that we have, where the AI picks up the, the, the hail damage, and it gives you at least a starting point. And what I'm, what I'm grateful for is I have three or 400 Glenwood jobs that we've flown with these drones now that we're going to have baselines on. So next time there's a hailstorm, I'm able to be able to show adjusters. You're wrong. Look, there's no difference from two years ago to now. Sometimes when their pay scales too, Denny, sometimes it's about they get paid on how much they write, which doesn't make a lot of sense. But no. we're working our way through it. We've had really good luck with most adjusters. Now it's getting to that point where these are the slow players and we just have to keep on keeping on. And without naming names, because I know you and I have talked about uh, insurance claims in the past, uh, are there really some some insurance companies that, uh, let's just say, they're not customer-friendly? Yes and no. Um, you know, they they're all have their ups and downs. And the only thing I can tell you, Denny, the only thing consistent about insurance work is how widely inconsistent it is. Is, is the best I can tell you. I'd like to tell you this company is terrible, but one day they're terrible and the next day they're great. Mm-hmm. A good rule of thumb is it seems like the, if the people that have a good relationship with the person that they buy their insurance from, they just didn't go online and fill out a form. They actually have an agent. Those claims seem to go better. And the policy seems to be written better. When you have an agent that's looking at the policy and he knows that if you pay the extra $20, you're going to get rid of this rider or whatever the case may be, then it it seems to go much better. And when I have an agent to call, when I'm not having luck with the adjuster, they can usually light the fires that need to be lit or get you the right contact person. So that if I had one rule, it's knowing who you buy your insurance from and, and read your policy and go over the different riders that are available and different policies that are available to protect your house. If you have, yeah, we, we're, we kind of, I kind of led you off on a tangent here, but if you have any kind of a home improvement question, by all means, it doesn't have to be about insurance. It can be about decks or uh, insulation. Uh, I would imagine, Andy, this is a good week, and it's pretty moderating temperatures uh, as we get close to November, yeah. this would be a great week to get some insulation done. It, it is. And and earlier last week, it spurred a whole bunch of phone calls of people calling oh, about windows and insulation. You know, it's uh, we got the, the tale of two seasons in, in about five days here, Denny. But this is these next two days. I think this is why I live in this area. These are like the perfect days, aren't they? They're just oh. beautiful. Now, there's going to come a time. Down the road, when we all say, and I was talking to a friend of mine, he said, I, I grew, grew up here, I was raised here, but there's like a couple of weeks when I say, why do I live here? <laughs> and, that, and then it all goes away because, uh, you know, the change of seasons is great. It's, it's a beautiful day today. Uh, and I tell you what, let's do this. I'm getting a little signal here. Let's uh, take a break. And we come back. Let's answer some more home improvement questions. Whatever is on your mind, home improvement-wise, 
Call or text 651-461-9226. Right now in the Twin Cities, officially 49 degrees. We are heading for highs near 79 today, near 77 tomorrow. Stay with us here on News Talk 830. This is WCCO. Good Saturday morning to you. This is the 22nd of October. We're in the midst of our home improvement show. Thanks to our friends at Lindus Construction, L-I-N-D-U-S. Andy Lindus is, as usual, helping you out. Uh, if you uh, need to get in touch with those good folks, we always like to, to make mention of that uh, phone number, easy number to remember, 844-9-LINDUS, L-I-N-D-U-S, lindusconstruction.com. But in the meantime... As you're listening to the show, if you uh, have any kind of a home improvement question, we do welcome yours. Again, by phone or by text, 651-461-9226. I wouldn't say, Andy, somebody's taking issue. Maybe they are a little bit. But uh, this uh, listener says, I'd rather have a human on my roof looking for damage than a drone. How how accurate uh, is that? Uh, do you get you know, reports from uh, drone photos or drone video, I should say. Well, um, I, I understand where this person's coming from, um, but I, you know, I felt similarly until I, till I knew what these were capable of, and I tested them. So we we put our accuracy over ninety percent. the The software has a sliding scale. You can you can you can slide the slide it down to whatever percent you want. But we want at least ninety percent accuracy where it is a hail damage. So and and know that uh, the drone with a pilot can go to you know ten to twenty houses a day, where an estimator might be limited to walking three. Now couple the uh, human with the drone report, where we know that there's damage, we know exactly where to inspect on a roof. And I can tell you this: if I find damage on roof a lot that's human related. A lot of it's from people inspecting roofs and setting up ladders in, in bad spots and, and door knockers. So and, and there's certain areas of the roof which is not safe to get up to with most people without ropes and the right ladder system. And estimators usually don't have those. So I, I agree with you that, that the human eye is, is something with, that the technology still hasn't caught up to. But when you couple it with the right estimator and the right report, you have all of the information that you need, and you can go to battle then and really figure out the best way to fix this house and the best way to get the claim approved if it needs to be. So, one, we can fly a lot more and look at a lot more houses. Two, it makes my, my estimators way more efficient when they have these reports in their hand. They know where to look. So, And, again, it gives us a baseline. And then, one... The drones can't fall off the roof and get hurt. They can't scuff shingles. They can't lean a ladder up against the house and damage the gutters. Those are all things that if you know that the roof's not damaged, why get up there and, and, and take that risk? Yeah. So less, and remember, less intrusive. I can read the date from a quarter with the images Isn't that we take. That's how high definition these drones are. They're not cheap. And we have an infrared one coming for the wintertime, too. So we're really going to be able to figure out why leaks are getting caused on these roofs. And the reason I ordered that, Denny, is... Because the amount of storm chasers that came into town from down south, they don't know how to get these houses to have the right energy efficiency, mm-hmm. to not have ice dams, to have the right ventilation and the right insulation. So I'm anticipating a whole bunch of repairs going to start coming in once the snow starts flying. Now, who, who are these people? I mean, it's uh, do does Lindus hire, like you said, pilots, and that's what you call a, a, a yeah. drone control? No, they have to be. I mean, these these are pros. They're not. Uh, necessarily carpenters that had learned how to fly. Correct, correct. Drone. Yeah, no, they are all licensed drone pilots um, that are flying these. And and you have to, 
there's certain restrictions you have to put up. You have to go with the address. You have to actually, you know, our software, we're able to make marks around the house and the drone actually flies itself. So, but there's, there's certain areas in the Twin Cities that have restricted airspace that we have to work around. Sometimes we can get approval for it. Sometimes we can't. But uh, there's a reason why we hire professionals to do this. One, my estimators are busy. And if I can have three pilots getting out in front of these people and each flying 20 a day, that, uh, that helps us out a lot. Tell me about the detail you can see in a quarter. We can read the date on a quarter. So knowing that and what I can see with my own eyes, if I can read the date of a quarter, that picture is going to tell me if that roof has damage or not. Now, knowing that our artificial intelligence software that's connected to this, these drones automatically detects and highlights damage to shingles, whether they are cracks or hail damage, then you know it really gives us the spot to go and look. Well, you, you, you said that yet what's, what's, uh, what's coming is in the infrared uh, as far as uh, winter and, and you know, mm-hmm. heat leakage and all that. Uh, do, are drones used for any other kind of home improvement uh, besides roofing? You know, we, we can Linda, do sorry. an entire takeoff of the house, Danny. We can we look at the gutters. We can look at the windows. We, we, we're getting really close to where all of these images are going to help us create a 3D model of the home. That's not quite available yet. We have to take some images from the ground in order to make that happen. But if we can make that 3D model of the home, get every measurement, and then change the color of the house and really let people think of what this house could look like, the, this, this technology, and, and it's not crazy expensive to get and use when when you think of how long this stuff lasts and how much easier it can make our lives and more efficient it makes our lives so i really do think that you know um the last couple of years there's been a lot of technology introduced to the home improvement sector and it's getting pretty exciting uh listen when we come back after the uh, break and after we have a look at that forecast the listener wants you to explain about because we've been talking about uh, uh insulation and roofing and and uh, winter and checking leaks and all of that about uh, the process that Lindis uses uh, when they do come to somebody's home to look at the uh, insulation. What are the kind of testing? We'll talk about that when we come back. But again, and we have this every show, as you know, Andy, uh, does Lindis Construction come here? Do they do the work here? Uh, what's the, the best uh, way for, for folks to find out if they if Lindis does uh, work in their particular area? Just call the office? Yeah, call the office. You can go look at our website at our at our service area, lindusconstruction.com. We do have partners that we work with in different areas of, of the state and, and the country, as a matter of fact, that we can recommend. Um, we are limited with our with our leaf guard. And I see the text that you're referring to. You know, we, we, we can get to about Elk River, and then our territory ends for leaf guard, where the St. Cloud territory starts. And, and they're usually pretty good. But having said that, we can do windows, roofing, siding in that area. And and uh, if you get a little bit farther west, the, the, the Luckin folks over there do a great job. I've, I've seen their customer reviews enough to know that I, I can recommend them. And we have people in Mankato we can recommend and people in Duluth we can recommend. So you look at our website, find our phone number, give us a call. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll do our best to, to get out and give you an estimate if it's an area that we can do. If not, we're going to try to recommend somebody. But having said that, always do your due diligence. Check your references. We're just a uh, Use us as a starting point. Yeah, absolutely. And again, if you want to get in touch, 844-9-LINDIS, easy number to remember. And we'll give you our number after we come back from the break. We'll look at that warm forecast straight ahead here on News Talk 830 WCCO.
And we are back answering your home improvement type of questions. You can do that either by phone or by text. Andy Lindis fielding those questions, 651-461-9226. Before the break, Andy, we and a lot of people are interested in this whole uh, uh, insulation uh, idea, as you even mentioned, uh, folks are calling Lindis about that very thing. I know this time of year is a popular time of year to do that, but what's the process? Uh, folks want to know what... What is the process about first calling Lindis and start from there and let us know? How do we do this? Well, you know, the next couple of days aren't the best days to to inspect houses for energy efficiency without a blower door. Um, what I mean by that is when the temperature outside is the same temperature as it is inside, it's, that's, that's when it's hardest to find the air leaks. Now, as the temperatures start to drop, the infrared imaging and the smoke sticks that we use are, are, are enough information to really figure out what's going on with the house. And we're going to look at the basement and the whole house as a whole, not just not just the attic. We're going to look at all of your windows, all of your doors. We're going to look at how your 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 basement foundation is sealed. We're going to look at the top plate. We're going to look at the R value of insulation in your attic, the type of ventilation that you have in your attic. We're going to look at everything that we possibly can to come up with the best plan to make this house the most energy efficient it possibly can be. And if, I don't know, Denny. Outside of it being more comfortable, when you're starting to read what heating oil is going to cost this year, um, by all estimations, being one of the most expensive years to heat our homes, that 20 to 30% savings that most of my customers experience by, by doing this is, is, is going to make this one of the fastest paying home improvements you can do. It always has been. Uh, Reinsulating your house and getting it ventilated properly has always been one of the best ROIs that we can do to your home. Is what I mean by that is you're going to save as much money as you're going to be spending on those projects over X amount of years, and and when you, when you factor that in and how much heating oil is going up, it makes a lot of sense to at least have these inspections and find out what your R value is and what it's going to take to make your house not only more comfortable but cheaper to heat in the wintertime. You yourself, I know, have, have been in a, 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 a number of uh, um, who knows hundreds and hundreds of, of attics. Uh, have you seen any attic spaces, in particular attics, uh, with no insulation or very little insulation? You know, it's it's been a minute. Um, you know, the early 2000s, I found some pretty new homes. When I say new, at least, you know, within the last two years. Yeah. That had wildly low amounts of insulation. Um, when I say low... One inch over on one side, a few inches over on the other, and they're wondering why their house is so cold and how many ice dams do they have. I'm like, did you guys even look in the attic? And this is when the, the, the boom of building was going crazy. And we built some terrible homes in that time frame here in the upper Midwest. I know this because we're working on a lot of houses that are 15 to 20 years old, Denny. And, mm-hmm. and, and those homes that were built in that area by, by particular builders – don't have the right amount of insulation, and 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 if you were in Western Wisconsin, had one of those builds, it's it's worse than Minnesota. Um, the inspection process in Wisconsin is not nearly as good as it is in Minnesota. Having said that, I found some some pretty wildly underinsulated homes in the Woodbury area in my day as well. So yeah, getting in your attic and taking a look at it, and it's amazing sometimes, Denny, how much insulation could be on one side of the attic and then not very much insulation on the other side of the attic. Either wind can blow that around sometimes. Especially fiberglass, blown in fiberglass, if you if you have the the wrong ventilation, but still, that shouldn't be be the case. And a lot of attics we get into, Denny, has two, three, four types of insulation in there. 
meaning over the last decade or so, people have tried to just throw more insulation in there to get it better, and it hasn't fixed it because that's usually not the answer. Attic air sealing needs to take place on almost every insulation job that we do. Without it, we're not going to be doing a lot. And I, I'm trying to harken back to when Lindis uh, did our insulation jobs. Now, that was done over a couple of different times. Uh, and in, in our case, uh, this uh, truck came in to vacuum, this huge vacuum, to mm-hmm. vacuum out what, you know, what little whatever insulation was in there. Is that, uh, I don't want to say typical, but is that kind of a normal process? Uh, and and w- what determines when you vacuum stuff out, insulation out? It's just because well, there's not if, that much. If we're going to be taking out all of the insulation of the home, running that, that, that giant shop back, it's a truck shop back basically, yeah. um, up there. And then, you know, what well, we were picking up the insulation and putting it into this tube and it sucks it out to the truck whether that's bad insulation, loose fill insulation, and then we go around and, and with a smaller vacuum and vacuum up all the dust. And then we start to look for the air leaks, and we're going to spray foam all of those air leaks if we're not going to be spray foaming the entire attic. And once we, once we get all those air leaks taken care of, then we're going to blow in, usually cellulose, up to an R60 over the top of that. Now, my perfect way to insulate most of these houses is putting down two to three and a half inches of spray foam and then blowing in cellulose over the top of that and giving a total air seal and an R60 in the attic. And when we do that to homes, people immediately know the difference. And it's not just the, the wintertime, Denny. Um, the, the cooling costs can go down as well. Oh, yeah. I'll second that <laughs> for sure. Well, what think about how hot a roof is in the summertime. All of that yeah. heat going into your house, and now you're stopping that with a layer of spray foam. I mean, some of these story-and-a-half homes, they get really hot in the summertime upstairs. When you spray foam them and, and take care of it the right way, it makes a giant difference. I would guess, and again, math was not my strong suit, uh, that there's quite a quick return, I would think, uh, because I, you know, I, I tell, talk to you about this every year, how I'm still amazed after we had that foam and insulation put in how the heating and cooling costs have diminished. Amazing. So there's got to be a quick savings, I would think. Yeah, I know. I, I had a customer put it this way, that uh, even though the heating oil has gone up dramatically over the last five years, he's still paying less than they did four years ago to that. heat and cool his home. And I said, hey, I, uh, mind if I hand your number out to some potential customers? And he said, yep, go for it. All right. So you know, that's just one of those things that can help. But, but Denny, as you know, the, the comfort of your home is, is everything. And when you do this, everyone has – one of the first things I ask a, a question, the question I ask when, when I'm talking to people about their, their insulation or their home energy efficient, I go, what room do you hate the most in the wintertime? What room do you hate the most in the summertime? That might give me some clues on what's going on in the house, and, and, and it will give me a personal goal. I want that to, to not be the case when we're done, and usually we can make that happen. All right. Uh, let's grab a phone call, uh, Andy, this morning. If you have a home improvement question, 651-461-9226. Mark is calling, I do believe, in uh, Rosemont uh, this morning. Thanks for waiting, Mark. What is your question? Yeah, thanks for taking my call. My son's got uh, got a home in Jordan. It's about 15 years old. called me the other day, and he said, uh, i got some holes in the concrete block. And uh, he sent me a picture, and I took a look at it. And uh, if you were looking at the, uh, this is, you know, uh, just uh, the grade, the elevation is like right below the uh, concrete slab uh, for the basement. And uh, two corners, if you look, there's a, uh, if you look, there's two blocks and the mortar between them. Mm -hmm. And then the top two corners 
of uh, the concrete block is missing, you know, about two inches on each side. So very weird. I don't know what that is. Uh, I told them maybe maybe there's some uh, water leakage. Uh, they do have groundwater there and a sump. Uh, maybe over years uh, some water came oozing out that side of the, under the slab there and, and got the block wet. And, you know, then with the frost frost cycle it it might have uh might have eroded those but outside of that i'm i'm clueless i'm gonna go take a look and see what i can do maybe fill it up with foam and you know re-concrete the outside or something but uh, i'm just curious if you have an idea what the cause might be i think you're going down the right path that that, that chances are when 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 concrete's having issues there, there's water related to it somehow um and i would want to figure that out before i really fix it now I know the good folks at SafeBasements.com. They do they do free assessments, and they're not too far from Jordan. Um, so I I would start there. Look at uh, Jesse Trouble and his folks. Have them come out. There's nobody better in the world at looking foundations, as far as I'm concerned, than those fellas um, and gals. So just uh, give them a call and have them come out and take a look at it. Yeah, I was going to recommend the same uh, same thing. Uh, again, Andy said it. They'll check out a free estimate, and they'll tell you whether you need work or what kind, if any. Uh, SafeBasements.com. You tell them that uh, Andy and CCO Radio uh, sent you there. All right. I'm getting a signal. Time to take a quick break, Andy. When we come back, we'll talk uh, more home improvement. If you have any kind of a home improvement question, we'll pick up on some text messages as well. 651-461-9226. Call it in or text it in here on News Talk 830 WCCO. And good morning once again. Welcome back to this portion of our home improvement show presented every Saturday by our friends at Lindus Construction, L-I-N-D-U-S. Uh, 8449-LINDUS, that's the number to remember if you want to get in touch, whether you need insulation, maybe a new roof, whatever the case may be, or those great leaf guard gutters we tell you about, new windows, uh, whatever the case may be. 8449-LINDUS. I should ask, Andy, what uh, this is still October. What kind of deals can be had from Lindus uh, still uh, this month? Yeah, we have uh, 75% off labor on the installation of LeafGuard gutters and Infinity Windows by Marvin, Denny. So those are pretty uh, awesome deals you can get. And one thing I know that you and I won't be doing this fall is or next spring is typically you should do it twice a year, once in the fall or twice in the fall and once in the spring to make sure that they're all free and clear. But I haven't had to do it for, I don't know, 20-ish years now, and I'm pretty sure you're in like that 17, 18-year range, Denny, since you had to clean out your gutters, so... LeafGuard, just uh, one of those things. We have 75,000 customers in the Twin Cities, and my service department is still only one person deep. <laughs> that says a lot. In fact, our friend Ginny Berg reminded me, uh, because uh, since I never have to clean it, you know, you forget year after year mm-hmm. that, you, you know, you have to do it 24 years in my case. How about wow. that? Wow. Yeah. I like that sound. Think Don't about have that. have to do that. I haven't touched that ladder in, in I, don't, I don't know how long, <laughs> unless they change a the light bulb or something. Uh, again, 651-461-9226. But, yeah, get in touch, whatever you uh, may need, uh, some help from Lindus Construction. Uh, their number, 8449-LINDUS, or if you just want to hop on the web, lindusconstruction.com. Um, oh, here's a question that uh, just came in from a listener. Should window wells be covered for the winter to keep the snow out? I think it's the first time we ever had that question. 
you know, depending on the size of the window, uh, the window well, if it's one of those smaller ones that could fill up with snow and be against your window, yeah, you don't want to have snow doing that. Um, but if it's a like an egress window and it's a retaining wall and there's not going to be mounds of snow up to the window, then I wouldn't worry too much about it. Typically, those are installed in a way where, you know, they, where you have to get out of the basement. So having a cover over the top is just one extra step. And a lot of times when we do that, we have like uh, ladder systems that we'll install with, with the egress window. Well, here's an interesting one, uh, Andy, that maybe we could give the right direction for. Um, and I thought initially they did not want to rebuild it, but it looks like they want to. We want to turn our wood-burning fireplace into a gas-burning fireplace, but want to rebuild the whole fireplace. Who does this type of work and who helps with the design uh, if we want to have it uh, look good in our 1926 Tudor-style home? Uh, so they want to change the fireplace, not just put an insert in. You know, um, for me, start with the, the Village Association Twin Cities and look up uh, the people that offer gas fireplaces. And they're going to either be able to do that type of work themselves or they're going to recommend them. We use Condor Fireplace when we did it at my home, and I've had really good luck with it. When I say good luck, I want to say that that, Denny, that, that gas fireplace might be older than 24 years old. Now that I think mm. about it, it uh, it's, it's in the new edition, which is 30 years old. But I'm thinking this is the second gas fireplace we put in there. I can't remember. But it's 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 old, and Condor did a good job. Okay. Condor. All right. That's the one. Uh, grab a phone call before we run out of time. John is calling from uh, Shoreview, I believe, uh, this morning. John, thank you for calling. What's your question for Andy Lindis? Yeah. Hi, Andy and uh, CCO. I love the show. Listen every week whenever possible. Uh, thank you. Looking at our question about Leaf Guard real quick. I know the design of it, uh, you can get icicles coming off uh, mm-hmm. the, the, the edge or the front of the uh, gutter, and, I, and I'm not talking about a, uh, a, uh, an issue with uh, ice dams. I'm just talking about southern exposure. If I have that across the front of the house and I have a, I have a front entranceway, uh, I'm concerned about that being very dangerous for people walking on the sidewalk going in the front door with a leaf guard gutter? You know, um, any type of, 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 of system that keeps leaves out of your gutters has a tendency to get more icicles on the outside. Now, having said that, it's not like those, that ice is gone because you have open gutters. That ice is inside your gutters, sometimes going up on your roof, and that's what starts the backup. So for me... Like on, on my home, southern exposure, and I have an area on my front porch, Denny, like on my breezeway of this, this area, it, I only have about, it's, again, this is an old, you know, late 1800s, early 1900s farm home, and I got about 11 inches of space that I can put insulation in. And 15 years ago when we did the roof, this summer we're going to redo, be redoing my roof because I too experienced hail damage. Um... On a, on a 15-year-old roof, this is uh, before we had Glenwoods. Guess what's going on there the next time. But I get some heat loss in that area, and I keep that porch at about 60 degrees. So I would get some icicles on my leaf guard. Now, I put a piece of heat tape along my flashing. I've never had icicles since, as long as, well, I'm an empty nester now, so my, my son isn't plugging his truck and unplugging my heat tape every day. But now that I can keep that heat tape plugged in once winter rolls around, I shouldn't ever have any ice. And if I were to get more insulation in there on this next roof, which I will, I'm going to think that I don't even need the heat tape. 
Having said that, again, your choices are having ordinary gutters, grab, grab the ice and build it up on your roof or into your house, or get some icicles coming down. For me, I'm going to choose the latter. And even on southern exposures, shouldn't have a lot of icicles in your normal heat thaw cycles. This doesn't happen a lot during our year. I say that because almost always when people think it's the southern exposure and the heat thaw cycle that's happening it, I get in the attic and then look and they have issues. So it's not just the southern exposure typically. I, I know we, we've only got a minute or less as you go on the show, Andy, but I, I recall after uh, Linda's had the uh, my home insulated those couple of times, especially in the kitchen area where I used to get a lot of icicles and ice dams. Uh, for some reason, well, I know the reason because the, you guys insulated that part uh, of the kitchen and it has reduced even the uh, icicles, which I found interesting because you don't get that freeze-thaw. As Correct. often as I assume, that's why. And just remember, um, if, you're, you know what? if you're just dealing with the sun's energy, the sun's hitting every part of the house. Yeah. And remember, aluminum conducts energy better than the shingles do. So they're going to hold yeah. that heat longer in the day. And, and so the icicles with the normal heat thaw aren't as bad unless you have some, some heat loss somewhere. Yep. And Andy, we're out of time. Let's do this again next week. Sounds great, Denny. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah. Have a wonderful weekend, everybody. Enjoy the weather. Thanks, Andy Lindis. Uh, 8449-LINDIS, you want to get in touch with those good folks. Say, we'll be back tomorrow morning filling in for Susie Jones, answering your health questions, among other things. So join us tomorrow morning here. And thank you, Carrie, here on News Talk 830-WCCO.